This podcast contains adult language and adult subject matter that may be inappropriate or triggering for some individuals. Listener discretion is advised. play a sport too i do want to see that i, I want to see you play soccer yeah oh i don't think you do why because i think you would see a side that i would I ha- that i would have to sit down and be like so what you saw there that was i'm that was different huh kiddo i, <laughs> I think i fully expect it but we're just gonna like i want you to take it in mm-hmm. and you know, go with an open mind. You know me outside <laughs> of a game. What other sports would you want to play? Um, well, I used to play softball. Okay. And I was the catcher. Yeah. I fucking loved oh, being yeah. the catcher. I think we did talk about this. And I would actually get in trouble often. As the catcher? Yeah. I always got yelled at. <laughs> um, because they're like, you know, you're really intimidating <laughs> when you guard the base. Um, and? Right. And they were like, especially when, like, you kind of know somebody's, like, gonna be out and i'm like okay i'm i'm failing to see the fault here (laughs) and i kind of said that and i think it just made i think i was just it made the parents like yo (laughs) so they were having an issue with sportsmanship not like i think your skill (laughs) yes exactly yeah i was just an awful person but i was so good (laughs) uh (laughs) I did cross country too, but that was awful. I cried a lot. <laughs> I would too. I cried a lot, a lot, a lot. Um, you did lots of sports. Yeah. I. That's I, because I couldn't sit still. That was better for everybody. <laughs> I did, reluctantly did softball and I was the worst one on the team. No one's surprised by that. You know what? My other teammates would would say that too. I'm not just being hard on myself. Um. (laughs) (laughs) Like looking back at that softball, there's like one very, the the group photo from softball. Um, Granted, I think this was taken before we actually started playing games. So I still had a little light (laughs) left in me. (laughs) She's like, I might do sports. (laughs) But I was in the front row sitting like, crisscross applesauce and i just like have the biggest smile on my face and i mean i sound very young but this was like (laughs) either i think this was like middle school like late middle school (laughs) so i was not like a small child but i definitely posed (laughs) like one (laughs) do you think we can find that photo anywhere i think i could probably find i think the listeners the roomies they need to see that you'd be amazed to see how skinny i am in that picture oh Okay, duh, we've got it. I will show you guys my little <laughs> sports card. You could see what a real softball player looked like, everybody. <laughs> and then you'll see me. <laughs> Actually, you guys, the photo will be hilarious because I am just like holding that bat. Like it is just there for like it's a prop. I was like, oh, this thing. And this was also here. <laughs> I was like, oh, you want me to pick up this big metal thing? Fine. But no, in truth, I would like to watch you play a game. It would be sad. (laughs) You would be that parent that's just got to have a lot of support for their kid because nobody else will. (laughs) Okay. No, I I can do that. I can do that. I also don't know that you will ever see that because even just talking about it, my, like, blood pressure is rising right now could I'm i get like, you in a volleyball anxiety. game could i get you in a volleyball game absolutely not okay i wish i could play volleyball i want to so bad i fucking love volleyball i do not have the skill for it and like once i go downhill it's i think internally i'm like i suck so then it just <laughs> it goes to shit and there's no getting no back. you don't kid you just had a bad game <laughs> Every game. The six one in the row, Dad. <laughs> you can't keep saying that. It can't all just be bad games. 
That's what I'm saying. They're all bad. <laughs> you got me there, kiddo. Let's try an instrument. <laughs> no, but I did Irish dance. Oh, yeah, she fucking did, everybody. Yeah. I did Irish. That's probably what I did, like, the longest. That's, yeah. like, my longest dedication was Irish dancing. And that's actually a really great thing for you because did, is, it, is, there, is it, like, competitive? Yeah, I oh, hated oh, the company. <laughs> I got really, I cried most times that so, we had a competition. Brie and sports. Brie and sport. No. <laughs> but if we're just doing it for the fun of it, hell yeah. <laughs> and if we are doing it for the fun of it, I don't think Amazon. I should do it. <laughs> for everyone else's sake. <laughs> but our dance teacher was just, she was insane. She was kind of the Abby Lee. I was just going to say she was the Abby Lee of the Irish dance world. She was just, she kept me in a lower class to keep the scores of the lower classes. Oh, that is so Abby Lee of her. Yeah. And like, did she she walk so Abby Lee could run? (laughs) She danced so Abby (gasps) Lee could walk. (laughs) Yes. Uh. Um, But like, Kaylee kept moving up and I would get so pissed. And then as soon as I, I was going to say threatened to leave, but I did leave. But as soon as I started talking about it and was like, I'm about to leave. I'm, I'm, I'm out of here. Like, this is my two weeks. Yeah. What are you <laughs> she was, for Irish She dick? literally, she was like, I think it's time to move you up. And I was like, you bitch. But I went along with it as if I was like, okay, I just wanted to use the hard shoes. Because yeah. I, I couldn't even, she wouldn't even move me up into hard shoes. I was still stuck at soft shoes. I was like, this, Whore. I hate this. What a fucking I want to use the cool hard shoes. You see those shoes? <laughs> I want sounds. those. That's why I'm here. That's what everybody knows of Irish That's dance. why I'm here to jig. It's like river dance. Stupid bitch. <laughs> Kaylee went pretty far. Never said it. Time. But Good for her. Yeah. And I was just like, I have weak ankles. <laughs> I was like, it's too hard for me. I'm leaving at the ripe old age of like 11. <laughs> I must retire. <laughs> it was fun while it lasted. <laughs> I miss it though. I would be in such great shape if I stayed with Irish dance. It's a fucking workout, dude. Yeah. That, and that's what I miss the most about sports, too. Is yeah. But, like, I also just miss where I found that energy to do those sports. <laughs> we literally were just talking about how we didn't record the other day because I was falling asleep before I got out of my car after I parked. Like, I was just so tired. I couldn't even talk into a microphone. <laughs> So we're doing really well, everyone. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> we Are we the pinnacle of health? Maybe. We just might be. I'm I in a water challenge COVID. right now, so. Oh, is that why you've been drinking so much water? I've been water? drinking so much water, everybody. And Bree's just jealous about that. But that's neither here nor there. Because, Bree, I want to talk to our roommates. Okay. okay. <laughs> we can talk about your water intake after this. <laughs> Hi, everyone. (laughs) Hi, guys. (laughs) Welcome in. We weren't just fighting. (laughs) What makes you think that? (laughs) I was just telling Brie how she needs to be drinking more water. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome home. Do you want more water? Do you want some water? (laughs) But truth be told, I've just been like really worried about her lately, and I don't know why. (laughs) She really has been momming me. So hard. Like, you would think Brie hasn't been doing this for however many years until I came into her life. I'm like, how have you lived? She's been doing fine. But this last week, I've been like, hey, you, you, come here. Are you good? Did you eat today? She literally asked me if I brushed my teeth. She said, did you brush your teeth? What? If I go check your toothbrush, will it be wet? <laughs> I said, don't! I started running to the bathroom. I said, wait. I was on my way. <laughs> I really was. And that's why I asked her. <laughs> See? Oh my it God. got done. It would have got done even if you didn't ask me. <laughs> Mom. <laughs> but anyway, everybody... Despite the tone of our voice, we're really happy to see you guys. <laughs> we are. We are so stoked. We're feeling better. Bree's on the right track now that I've really t- stepped up. Now that Abby's here. Woo! And everybody, you're in good hands with me too. So welcome back, baby. <laughs> welcome back. We are so happy to have you here. If you are new here, my name's Bree. I'm Abby. 
And we are your rent-free roommates. <laughs> if this is your first time and you don't know what we're doing here, we just love to be everyone's roommates and give advice where needed or celebrate little victories. The good, the bad, the ugly, we always say it. And if you would like us to celebrate you or talk about one of your stories, give you some advice, please write us at rentfreeroommates at gmail.com. Yeah. <laughs> and if you've got nothing to say, well, good news is Brie and I always love an audience. <laughs> yeah, because we've got plenty to say. If there's <laughs> nothing her and I love more, it's a good fucking bit. And for everybody just to <laughs> shut up and listen. Because <laughs> at the end of the day, we're right. Yeah. What's right is right, and that's Brie and I. Um, <laughs> so if you've got nothing to say, at least you've got ears. <laughs> and eyes. And I think thumbs. So if you're not going to write to us, you can follow us. <laughs> nice. Right? <laughs> we are rent-free roommates everywhere but Twitter, where we are rent-free roomies. But please do follow us on all social media we really love seeing you guys there, and we do want to add more roomies. It really helps us out. What else helps us out is rating, reviewing, and subscribing. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> you're already on your phone like 80% of the day anyway. <laughs> so show us a little love, mm-hmm. please. <laughs> we really appreciate everybody who is, and we, like we've said before, love hearing from you guys um, and hearing feedback, so... Sometimes we get that in person, and I absolutely love that. But, hey, also, let other people know how you think we're doing. (laughs) (laughs) And I would love to see it there, too. (laughs) Like, in a comment. Ooh. Or, like... A retweet? Oh. Ooh, or or a share? Yeah. Definitely share. Share us. Share us. (laughs) And tell Cher to share us. (laughs) Oh, my God. Right? Share. Are you listening? Share us. Oh my gosh. That would be incredible. I would absolutely, I would die. All right, guys. Do this for Brie. Get us so popular that we get to share. Make it happen. Hashtag get run free roommates to share. It's very long. It's really long. We're going to, we are going to shorten that and get back to you on how we make this go viral. Okay. We're going to work on it, but I think we should do this for her. She doesn't ask for much. She's got a good heart and by God, just do it for the kid. I can't play sports. So please let me meet Cher. Fucking play sports. So we got to get her to share. It's all she's got, man. And on that note, (laughs) let's get into it. I know, not even bet, it's, I know for a fact that's exactly how I would feel if I <laughs> tried to rewatch uh, Secret Life of American Teenager. No, Teenager. we should just bury that. Yeah. It should stay buried. And I knew that show was shit was when shit. I was watching it. It was awful. <laughs> I hate it. I kind of hate watching <clears throat> that show. Yeah, no, everybody did. But I did, did. get sucked Everybody into it. hate watched it. But it does hold, just like B-Movie for you, it holds a very special place in my heart because that was one of the shows that like Emily and I first bonded over. We were watching that. We would like be messaging each other on right. Facebook like live while we're watching it. Like, oh my God. Yes. And so like, that's why some things get to stay there. Cause that's mm-hmm. why I love B movies. I have such a good memory for it. It's a weird one for sure. Mm-hmm. Like why I felt like feel so good about it. Everybody it's because I don't know why, <laughs> but it was playing at the dentist. You see like jazz. <laughs> <laughs> I do really like jazz. Like I am a jazz fan. I am too. Um, I've never seen it. I don't think it's the reason why I like that movie. (laughs) I just remember being at the dentist and it was playing in the waiting room. And there was like a fireplace going too. Mm -hmm. And the couch, like it was nice and cozy in there too. And I was just like, I, and it, you know, I watched the entire movie. So I obviously waited a while, but it didn't feel like it. It didn't feel like it. I really enjoyed B movie. (laughs) And that sounds like a very fancy dentist office. It wasn't. I was like, what do you mean? I'm from a fireplace. I'm from a town with not. It was like one of those ones that you buy, Brie. <laughs> Come on now. I've just never. Every dentist office has looked the same to me. I've never had a fireplace, even one that you buy. <laughs> <laughs> it's very fancy to me. <laughs> Sorry, Brie. I'll take you to get your teeth looked at. Come with me. Now you're bringing me to dentist appointments. <laughs> Oh my god! Well, when was the last time you had your checkup? When was the last time you had your checkup? 
That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Actually, that's not my fault that that keeps getting postponed. Oh, <laughs> that ain't... I keep getting sick. <laughs> do you see what I deal with, everybody? The this is what I'm times. working with. This is why I have to step in. Honestly. I do have to reschedule it again it's for a third time. Okay, I'll reschedule it at this point. <laughs> no. Give me your dentist number now. No. Get Bree. I will talk to him. I'm going to count to three. I, I love him. He's really hot. <laughs> That's why I continue to go back. <laughs> That's too much to unpack. We should just get into the story now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, this is a good one because it's it's a it, we're starting off with a good one. <laughs> this is happy. I'm going back to school. I've been planning this since I was 15 and have always wanted to help people. Sure, this is a weird way to do it, but I'm passionate about it. I moved out when I was 19 with someone who didn't turn out to be a good friend and ended up not finishing my associates due to her evicting me because I wouldn't let her change how much I pay rent so she could pay less. It was a mess, and threats were made on her side. I'm 20, almost 21 now, and I feel stuck at a dead-end job. I make minimum wage and majority of it goes back to paying rent or my car. It sucks. Don't we know it? (laughs) 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 Preaching to the choir. (laughs) I'm really tired of living paycheck to paycheck and trying to convince myself to find something else I'm passionate about to make life livable. It hasn't worked, and all I do when I get home is sit, and that really frustrates me. So I told my dad that I have two options, military or I move back in with him to go back to school. Everyone around me is more partial to the school option. So it looks like I'll be moving back in with my dad around fall of 2024. I understand funeral directors don't make a crazy amount of money, but I feel like it's worth it to be in a field I'm passionate about than scraping away at crumbs at a boring job. I love that. Uh, whoa that's actually so cool yeah it's very interesting and I actually want to know so much more about that I know like I can we talk to them more yeah (laughs) hey I want to try I want to talk to you that's actually really cool and I am really proud of you Mm -hmm. for one it takes a lot of courage to just even hit the reset button that's a really hard pill to swallow in the first place to realize ooh. Like, man, I got it. And like, you could just like, cause you know, honestly, it's hard to admit that. And that's why a lot of people I feel like end up just sucking it up rather than restarting. Cause it's like, it's an ego bruise. I feel like, Mm -hmm. but it's for the best in the long run because in like, no matter what, you're going to keep aging and Mm -hmm. you can either keep aging doing something you hate or you can keep aging and like putting in something towards yourself. Yeah. And ending up somewhere. And you're still the age of like a college senior. Right. Like you're, like you're still like right you're, in there. Yeah. You're doing great too. Yeah. You have I, so much time. I restarted too. Yeah. Yeah. Cause like Brie and I went to the same school in case nobody knew that. <laughs> uh, I think they did. I think we talked about that in the first episode. Yes. But I left. And long story short, none of my credits transferred. So I had to restart college from the beginning after I already went to college for a year. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So that's that's neither here nor there. That's something I'm dealing with, everybody. (laughs) I'm fine. (laughs) And that's not typically how it goes. It's not. It was was just our school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was just whatever. But anyway, it sucks. That It really sucked. Like, I went through a really bad phase when that happened. I felt, like, so lame because I did move in with my parents again. Mm -hmm. Because, and that was like, you know, you left, you get, like, a little taste of freedom, and then you go back. And that sucked so bad. And it was terrible. But in the long run, it benefited me so much because now I'm back in Chicago been here for seven years with this bitch Brie (laughs) (laughs) and life's great like yeah it's good (laughs) it could be better (laughs) yeah like we said we relate to a lot of what you're saying (laughs) but I'm in a much better place because I started over and you will be too and that is so cool that you know 
you're going after something that is something that like you know you're it's gonna make you happy yeah and it's not about the money too and that's what I like the most about this is it's like a decision that it's made from actual interest and like for what's best for you yeah yeah I'm really proud of you and really happy to hear you just talk about how much thought you put into it and how much you recognized your situation and looked for options and didn't just sit angry because that's also so easy to do to just sit there and be angry and kind of throw yourself a pity party and not make any moves to make it better to just get stuck in the anger and the frustration of your current situation Mm -hmm. so to hear you like you thought about it and you realized an option that you have and what you could do to make that situation better and now you're making moves towards that that's awesome and definitely give yourself credit for that and you know it sounds like you are proud of yourself and you're excited so I'm very happy to hear that and I'm, I'm excited for you too because really even though I said like you're the same age as a college senior anybody can go back to school at any time yeah and I even have a hard time remembering that sometimes <laughs> like if it was monetarily an option I was actually just thinking about it like the other day honestly I if I had the money to do it I would probably go back now and I could figure some stuff out maybe like online it's something I could look into same yeah. yeah, I've been toying with the idea of going back to school as well. And I kind of gave myself not like uh just kind of like I guess a time frame of like if I was still thinking about it within this time, I need to start looking into like actual schools because it's obviously not going away, like the thought. And for a while I was really turned off by the thought of my age because I'm twenty seven and I was like, ooh, do I really want to, like, go back to school? Like, it's just, you know, blah, 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 blah. Just having a lot of self-doubt in there. But I came across this, like, idea that in four years, I'll be 32, and I can either be, like, I won't be 32. I think I did that math wrong. <laughs> 28, 29, 30, 31. <laughs> I did, everybody. <laughs> Look, I'm going back to school. <laughs> No, I'm just kidding. Um, It's not for math, I'll tell you that. (laughs) Although it should be, based off of what you just heard. But, like, you're going to be 32 in however many years, because I'm not going to embarrass myself again. (laughs) But you can either be 32 doing what I'm doing right now, or I could be 32 with doing something that I actually am going to enjoy. Not that I don't enjoy my current situation, but I don't think long-term longevity, it's what I need. Right. Well, and you're still wanting, like there's yes. still, you still have, you're still questioning things and you're still thinking about like what, what you just said. I could be 32 still here doing the same thing I'm doing now, or I could be trying something yeah. new and doing something different that I might actually have more passion for. And that's, Having more passion for one thing over the other is no offense to the other thing. No, it's not. It's <laughs> like, not by any other, by any means, too. Like, you're just finding what fuels you. Right. And that's what's important here, too. And also, unfortunately, it's just not a linear equation. Like, the system kind of makes us, like, makes it out to be, which yeah. is why I kind of hate that about schools, because I, I think it's crazy that they're like, Will you become 18 and they're like, decide what you want to do for the rest of your life. When like really 90% of the things like we haven't even discovered yet. Right. Like it's just wild to me that that's part of it. And then that we like we take in all of this money into like kind of like a gamble. Because most of us, what have we even got to try up Truly, to that point? Truly, exactly. To figure out And that's the frustrating. At. And then when people hit like a dead end or don't have it figured out, they're left feeling like they don't have these options to start over or be mm-hmm. able to do this again because society says that you should be doing this at this age. And that's wild. It's right. crazy. People discover passions at all sorts of lives mm-hmm. and like at all sorts of stages. Like yeah. my mother went back to school and her... Uh, I want to say late 30s, early 40s, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and she fucking loves what she does now. Yeah. It, you know, it's just like, it, it's not as simple as like people make it out to be. And I don't think anybody should be faulted for finding that at a different stage of their life. I'm happy you found it. That's the important part. Yeah. 
and such an interesting thing. It's so cool, actually. I (laughs) want to know more, like you were saying. (laughs) I feel a little weird being like, call me. (laughs) I just think it's a very interesting field to go in um, because it it just says a lot about people who go into that field, too, because I, I personally feel like it's a selfless field. Oh, yeah. In my opinion, because you're taking on a lot of baggage that's not yours yeah to try and make this horrible experience somewhat bearable for other people so it's really selfless and and it's also really strong in it's my so strong like, like you that's what i'm talking about you're taking on like excess baggage yeah that's really not yours to take on but you're willing to do it so and it takes a strong person to yeah. do that too and because you're gonna be one of the last stopping places for this family and that person. Yeah. Not to like add pressure. That's not the point of what I'm about to say, <laughs> <laughs> but like, and so like you're willing to take that on and yeah. try and make that experience as graceful and doable as possible. And I think that's really beautiful. Well, and I, I, not that this is how you came across this decision into to getting into that but it sounds like a lot of situations which I think really does define the passion of those people when they were inspired to do this because of something they experienced themselves yeah like because this makes me think of like Hill House where she got into it that too (laughs) because she appreciated so much how the funeral director helped her get through her mom's funeral Um, But it also reminds me of my mom. She got into physical therapy because she was so inspired by the physical therapist that helped her grandpa. And I love that. I love like stories like that, too. Yeah. And I mean, whether or not that's how you came about this profession, no matter what, what you're about to be doing in life is really great. Yeah. It's really impressive. And And it's going to be such like you're going to be making actual change. too. And And I I like that. I do think to do that, you have to have a passion for it. You do. Yeah. And that's, that's just, it's such a cool thing to have a passion for because it is, that's not a a, lot about you. Yeah. That's not a typical way. That's not the first thing that comes to mind for people when they think about helping people. I will call you. Let me know when you're out of school. (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding. (laughs) But yeah, it's, it's, I love that. And I'm very excited for you. Thank you so much for sharing with us and we're rooting for you finishing school and so excited for you to be in because even though even though it's maybe not what I'm still currently doing or working towards I still have a passion for film but and I don't think it will ever leave me because I and I think that's the sign of a passion like if it just if it if it's always on your mind then it's you know it, it it is a passion of yours it's it's with you forever and when I was in school for it it was the most like I could see that yeah correct feeling thing I've ever experienced in my life up to that point point. and I fully think you belong in the film world I do Please. when you're on projects you're so happy <laughs> and I love that and I love getting to see your work. That was so fun, too. Aww. It was nice. Thank Shut you. up. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. It was nice. It was really sweet. Oh, but my it's, God. It's, it, I'm excited for you to be learning about what you're passionate about. Yeah. Because I want everybody to be able to experience that. Because I feel lucky that I got to experience that. And that I was in a spot where I was so genuinely happy and like excited Mm -hmm. to learn and meeting people that I shared that with and just like being able to feed off of each other's energy yeah it's a bit of a joke now (laughs) (laughs) and also spoiler alert the school doesn't exist anymore (laughs) not in Chicago at least um but I that is one of the points in my life that I would go back to if I could choose a point to go back to I would go back to them because I love the people that I met and I love the connections I made. And I loved just creating constantly and doing something, finally getting to do something that I loved and just focus on that. So I'm so excited for that process for you and for you to find like your favorite parts of it and mm-hmm. to find like where you excel within that so that you can really focus on what you're passionate about. So very, very excited for you. Best of luck. And thank you so much for sharing with us. We really appreciate it. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Wait. <laughs>
No. <laughs> um, she. So when I, why are people mean to you when you're a kid? So I don't know. <laughs> what the fuck? What the fuck is up? What's her name? Mrs. Uh, Roberts. What the fuck is up, Mrs. Roberts? Yeah. Honestly, what is though, up? Cause what did she do? She told my class I was I had to be in first grade. No way. I don't like where this is going. <laughs> this is when I lived directly across the street from the school. We were two doors down. And she told us that it was perfect weather for a tornado. Cue me like shitting in my pants all day. <laughs> I was so fucking scared all day. And as soon as the school day was over, I was like crying running home <laughs> all the way across the street and went, probably went straight to the basement. And my mom was like, what is wrong? And I was like, Miss Roberts said it was perfect weather for a tornado. Uh, but this same lady also told in a following year, it wasn't my class, she'd said this too, but we found out that she told that group of first graders that they were even uglier than the kindergartners. <gasps> no way. Yeah. She's a bitch. Yeah. What a bitch. Should not have been teaching school whatsoever. You know what? I had my music teacher kick me out of class once. <laughs> I think she had a right, though. <laughs> <laughs> I just think it sucked. <laughs> and I just wanted to contribute to the story. <laughs> I had a mean music teacher once. <laughs> but she had a right. <laughs> I just didn't like that. I was an athlete. We heard that from earlier. <laughs> I want to see little Abby's just like little feet going. I have an action <laughs> shot photo from when I was a kid. Yes, I need to see it. Oh my God. Oh my God. Yeah. No, you're going to love it. It was like, we were the skunks too. I was so pissed. Yes. No. Oh my right. God. Of course you would like that name. It was between that and the black flames. And obviously I was like, yeah, scary. <laughs> um, and then everyone was like, skunks. Skunk. And I was like, Ugh. We're not going to get no respect on the people. <laughs> Wait, you guys named yourselves? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll find softball and Irish dance because I also had really short hair. It was growing out from a bowl cut, so. <gasps> oh, but it was curled. Ugh. So Sorry. I had a fro. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. I, uh, oh, no. I had some really unfortunate looks when I was younger. Oh, my God. I, we need to build a time machine and get little Abby and little Brie together right now. I know. I, I need to know. To I think the world would blow up. <laughs> I need to know what we could accomplish. <laughs> Unfortunately, we never would have been like in a class together though. Cause you're my little sister's age. Well, fuck off. Like with that. Okay. We're just going to figure it out. That's okay. all. Okay. God. <laughs> Anyways. You, let's please read the story. You okay. made me, she made me mad. <laughs> I'm not mad. <laughs> okay. I'm starting to think that I'm the problem here. Let's begin by saying that last year I went through a handful of challenges, both physically and mentally. I lost around 110 pounds and recovered from an ED. I broke up with my fiance. I decided to live by myself. My gallbladder was removed on emergency. I dyed my hair, I started a new job in a theater, and then quit when I found out about the owner saying some real messed up things about me. To sum it up, last year, I changed. I changed a lot. And somewhere between this roller coaster of unfortunate and not so much events, I decided to cut off people from my life. I started with my ex. He was a good person who needed tons of therapy. I couldn't take it anymore and called off the engagement since he wasn't ready to have an adult relationship where two people were a team. Then, a friend of mine that wasn't as good a friend as I thought he was. He just didn't want to listen to what I had to say. He just wanted an emotional dumpster. Then, a really good friend who happened to have a crush on me. I haven't cut her off completely, but I started to find it toxic how interested she was in changing my appearance to fit better on her taste, so now I keep it at a distance. And now, another friend who also wanted an emotional dumpster. Seeing how much toxic people I've attracted this last few years, I've started to wonder, maybe I'm the problem. Maybe I'm the one who deep down inside wants the thrill and drama of these toxic people. I mean, maybe it's just bad luck, or perhaps I've started to realize how much of a doormat I was. The point is, I'm not happy about some friends I've put up with in the past. 
How can I identify toxic people before they fully enter my life? Thanks for listening. I don't necessarily think that you are the problem at all. I think Um, it's easy to think that you are because of how many people you're cutting out kind of at one time. And it's like, you're like, oh, I just keep losing all of these friends. Like, it has to be me. It has to be me. No, I don't think that's the case at all. What I think the case is, is for the first time in your life, you're starting to put up boundaries for what you're willing to accept in like in romantic relationships and platonic ones. And people are reacting to those boundaries and how they're reacting is how you're putting up with them now. And they don't like that. And that's why they're not making the cut is because they don't like this new version of you that is not so accommodating anymore. And that's what they're having an issue with. So I don't think you are the problem. I think you're just growing, maturing and entering this new era of your life where you want respect and you want that in your relationships as well. And they can't give that to you and they don't want to. So why should they be here? I think there's also... uh as much as people are like, you are the company you keep, maybe there was a part of you, it sounds like if there was a lot of mental things you have overcome, which also congratulations, I'm really proud of you for all of the really good changes that you've been making. And that includes cutting out toxic people. But I think there's partial truth to that in that you were at a low point, I think mentally. So yeah, sometimes that's also going to have there will be people around you that are the same way. But I do also believe because you've made all these changes for yourself, I think the real you is actually a very good, very loving and very helpful person. And because the other side of it is I think good people are also a beacon for people that are hurting. No, that's very true, Brie. Yeah. And people that, that want to feed off of that good energy and they do it in a very selfish way, even if they're not conscious that they're doing it. Yeah. That they feed off of the good energy that you give and that's depleting your own energy and which also doesn't help then when you're in a bad spot personally, mentally. Yeah. So, but you have overcome so much and that's amazing. And I'm really proud of you for that. And do not get down on yourself. Don't let the, don't let any of these tough decisions overshadow the accomplishments that you've made because that is so important and it's a really hard thing to do cutting out people that you thought were friends yeah but it also just reinforces and shows the growth that you have made because like we've talked we were just talking about it in a recent episode that sometimes you grow out of relationships with friends and I think that's a lot of what you've done you've you said yourself have gone through so many changes and those friends from before all of those changes happened, probably aren't liking seeing how much better you're doing. And whether they realize that consciously or subconsciously, that they're acting a certain way towards you and you are in a better spot now that you're able to recognize that. And you are you are recognizing that and cutting out those people so that it's not affecting you because you deserve that. You deserve that for yourself and you deserve to put yourself first in that way. And... That is, that's huge. You are doing so well. It's so easy, and I think it's also a bad habit because I know I do it too, girl. It's so easy to turn it around on yourself and think that you are the problem. But you've changed past that, and you've made growth past that. So don't let yourself do that. Try and remind yourself of how many accomplishments you've made in the past year and focus on that and keep growing because you are doing phenomenal. Yeah, I do echo that. And just to touch back on something that Bree said earlier about, you know, people unloading on you, I think it's really easy to also feel good in those situations because it makes you feel like you're helping people. So unfortunately, you start to develop this like, I feel good when I do this for them. And that's part of this like people pleasing thing. But that's also a part of us not setting that boundary that like, I can't always be this for you. And this relationship cannot just be focused on me always helping you because I've also had relationships like that where like it felt like the only time they wanted to talk to me is when I could help them and give them advice because I did give them good advice. I listened. I was there. Da 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 da. But I never got much in return. 
And when I started to set that boundary of like, I can't always be this for you, I stopped hearing from them so much. And that's kind of what's happening with you here. And I felt the same way of like, God, am I the bitch here? Like, you know, this person is just like, they need help. They want this. That's not the case. And we're not really like put on this planet to be that for people. It's great that we can be. And it's, but the important thing is though, is to protect your peace too. And I think my advice to you to help identify relationships that are beneficial to you is just think about how you feel after your interactions with them because that'll tell you everything you need to know. If you feel drained or you feel like you left that feeling really negative, not good enough, it felt like just like a weight overall, then I think that's kind of a sign that you don't need to be around that. It's really like people's energies really do have an effect on us. And that's why it's important to be conscious of who's in your life and who's bringing you up, who's bringing you down, who sucks this out of you, like who's actually supporting you. And you can just start focusing on that to like to start to help identify people and then just also be mindful of how people speak to you and about others. Yeah, that's perfectly said. I you're so right. I agree with all of that. And I as you were talking, realized that I I do that, too, to not focus on what's going wrong in my own life. I try and help other people. <laughs> Ooh, maybe this podcast is doing that too. <laughs> but We're all learning it, something today. <laughs> it makes me feel better when I'm helping other people, and it also takes the focus off of me. And that's a really easy thing to get stuck into. But, yeah, you've, you've grown past that. It's What you're doing is not easy. And some people will never understand, especially if they're a person that just doesn't let themselves cut people out of their lives because especially when somebody has been around for a long time it's it's really really hard to make those decisions and to make that choice to do something that feels so drastic but like Abby said also then focus on how you're feeling after you've made that change are you is it just guilt of having done that that's making you feel a little bit bad which is understandable that some of that is there but are you also breathing a little easier? Yeah. Not so like feeling like you're walking on eggshells or feeling drained from conversations from them. And are you feeling like you're able to let go of some of your own stuff? Because yeah. if you're sitting there having to be, you put it in a good way, this emotional dumpster for your friends, then probably you weren't able to reciprocate any of that and kind of unload any of the things stressing you out. Mm -hmm. So now you're carrying extra loads. Like it's, it's, it's heavy and it's hard and it'll bog you down. So the fact that you're letting that go and not even letting that happen anymore is already going to help you. Exactly. And also it's not your job to be that for people. Right. And that's what irritates me about people that do that in the first place because I think it's just, it's kind of a selfish thing to do in my opinion just because you have no idea where that person is at either. Right. And I feel like you and I especially try to be conscious of that with each other as well mm -hmm. because it doesn't feel good when you're already in a negative mindset to have to take on somebody else's like negative baggage too mm -hmm. and have to find a solution from them or like for them when you're already yourself kind of stuck. Mm -hmm. And that's just what I want to emphasize about this is you're not a bad person. You're just setting a boundary for yourself that you can't be that anymore. And that's just an important part of growing. And the people who can't kind of accept that really don't have a place, I feel like, in your future because that's kind of telling you they don't care yeah. about what how they what their actions did for you. And it's it's very telling. I've had a lot of relationships myself where like I because of time and a lot of like history, I wanted to hold on to them. And I would still put up with these interactions that didn't benefit me. And I would always leave them feeling like shit. And then finally, I just stopped being as, you know, easygoing, being there and just putting up with it when I could get like their time and attention. And we lost contact. But I feel a lot better. It was hard. It sucked. I'm not saying it was easy, but it was a respect thing, too. Mm -hmm. I just finally was standing up for myself and, like, what I wanted out of a friendship that I wasn't getting. 
Yeah. And I also felt like I was the problem. Yeah. I was going to say you questioned it too. And that's totally natural. I think, I think any good person, unfortunately, because you're... Because it's not easy to leave people you love. Yeah. Because you're worried about those other people still. You just... Cutting off the relationship doesn't mean you don't care about those people exactly. anymore. And that that goes for you, too. You can cut off a relationship with somebody and still wish them well. Like, yeah. just because you don't talk to them anymore doesn't mean you hate them. And that's exactly how I feel about my past relationships. Like, I may not see you talk to you every day, but that doesn't mean I want to see you failing. And I hope that you doing better for yourself inspires these people yeah. to do better for themselves, too. If they don't have this security blanket that you became for them anymore then hopefully it gives them a little bit of independence and it makes them start kind of questioning or looking at themselves too and kind of make that realization it's a little harder but (laughs) can I just say though I think even you writing in and the story that you're telling and the way you're approaching it I can like I don't think you're the problem at all the fact that you're even asking that you're the problem (laughs) tells me that I don't think you're the problem yeah babe yeah. That's the thing is like even though these people have done you dirty in some forms, made you feel like shit, so much so that you had to cut them out of their life, you're still like, but was it me? Right. And therefore I know it wasn't you. Yeah. Because why do you still care? I guarantee. If you were yeah. <laughs> if you were the problem, you wouldn't still care. Right. I you would be moving you. on. You sound like a lovely person. Yeah. Who's just trying to get to a good place in their life and you're more than deserving of it. And you're deserving of people who want to put effort into you as well and see the good in you and see you through your bad days too. And that's what you should be focusing on is relationships where you get that reciprocation and where you get that uplifting feeling when you hang out with them. I mean, it's true. Like when I hang out with Brie, (laughs) when we have our good times I feel really good yeah like I just hung out with her family last weekend at a bar crawl and almost fought somebody with her sister and I felt great about it (laughs) and I felt really good about it because then her mom got in on it and I was like yo we could be a fucking fighting family but no it's just like you know when the love is there because you don't have to question it I just fit in fits in perfectly to my but family. like you know that's what I'm saying is when the relationship is good you know it is and you'll know when you feel it yeah and I definitely I appreciate that you have said before and that you're just always reiterating taking stock of your energy after you've hung out with people because I, I have had friendships in the past where after hanging out with them obviously you don't realize it in the moment that you feel maybe you don't feel great or you're questioning or you're kind of going back through the the whole interaction and like questioning things or feeling guilty or feeling like oh did I not do this well enough or did I not do that disassociate to get through it I hate when I would do that Uh, but I I also know because (laughs) I think almost every time I end up like tweeting about it or just being like really sappy on social media somehow and being like I love my friends <laughs> and but it's that Jenny it's that leftover feeling that after I've like hung out with my friends from my hometown that I'm like oh my god like I just I love that these people are in my life I love them so much and I'm, then I'm like if there's any negative feeling I'm like I'm sad that I just don't see them enough and yeah. I'm not better about seeing them more and I want more of that interaction and I'm just like missing it so that should be the only like seemingly negative thing uh after any interaction with you know a good friend and people who are meant to be in your life and should be in your life is like oh I just can't wait till I can do that again and I miss them (laughs) yeah and you've been through enough in this life that you just need the better people yeah so the universe is just weeding out the shit ones for you now yeah you're in a huge transitional period and I hope that you're through the bulk of it because girl have you been through it but you came through it all and on the other side and you're doing great and are becoming like the best version of yourself yeah and that's awesome I really do believe that and it's not an easy transition to make and it's not an overnight one but I think what you're doing is really great and I want to keep advocating for you to just push for what's best for you in this life both physically for yourself mentally and with relationships yeah and remember that you are strong 
you're beautiful, you have love to give and deserve love in return. Because knowing that you've made this amazing recovery from a from an ED, I think dating is going to be hard to get back into. And it's going to, dating plays the most mind games ever. So I feel like it's, there's a good chance you may have these feelings again of, am I the issue or falling in back into old mental habits and questioning, especially when things are feeling really, really good and feeling like, how is it that this person loves me? Or how is it that they're attracted to me? Whatever it is, there's a million different things that I know we all like to tell ourselves and question, but you do deserve it. So when you're having tough times in in that and kind of maneuvering your way through dating again, it just remember that. Remember that you deserve love, that you are strong, you are beautiful, mm-hmm. you have love to give, and you deserve love in return. All of it, babe. <laughs> and we're here for you. Yeah. <laughs> if you need more love, come find us. Yeah. We always give the right advice. So <laughs> I've never been wrong in my life. Yeah. Ever. We, we believe in you. No, we do. <laughs> You've got this. Keep us updated if you want. We would love to hear just how things are going and... We would love to hear from you again. Don't be a stranger. Be a roomie. Exactly. <laughs> you live here now. Yeah. <laughs> and if anyone else out there has something to say and wants to talk to us, wants some advice, like I said before, has a question or has something to celebrate because both of these people that wrote in today have definitely have things to celebrate. We want to celebrate with you. Write us at rentfreeroommates at gmail.com. That is R-E-N-T. F-R-E-E-R-O-O-M-A-T-E-S at gmail.com. Will somebody remix that into a, like a beat drop song, please? If anybody listens, has that talent, we will pay you a small sum of money. Someday I'll get it down and I won't have to think about it so hard. Honestly, I just need somebody to make that into a song right now. And the beat drop. <laughs> Oh my God. Yeah. Somebody do it, please. (laughs) Until next time. Yes. Until next time. Love you guys. Bye bitches. Bye.